Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Relentless Dairy on Podbean.com. Welcome back to the land of bourbon and bad decisions. This is Relentless Daring live on Podbean.com and the Podbean app. Ladies and gentlemen, I am glad that Saturday is here. And after all the bullcrap and crazy ass garbage that happened on Wednesday, I can actually get into the mood to actually do a show that I, in the style that I want to do it, where I can kind of you know, relax, have fun while talking about the stupid stupidity going on in the world and actually enjoy this wonderful Knob Creek bourbon that no, they're not paying me to say I'm drinking. But before I can get started, let's pay some bills. Ladies and gentlemen, Bilt Bar, the greatest, most awesomest protein bar on the market, hands down. They were running a limited time Chocolate chip cookie dough built bar, which if you are gluten free, I hate to tell you this, you can't eat them. Sorry, they have actual flour in them. But oh, for everyone else, they're so good. And that, along with like the white chocolate line, I've got a bunch of the white chocolate salted caramel bars. Amazing. Um, go to builtbar.com, check it out. They also have the uh, built boost, uh, kind of like an energy beverage. It's like a powder you put in the water and get that. That's actually really good, too. Lots of uh, if you like uh, the airborne vitamin C type things to help boost your your uh, immune system during the winter. These things are great. They taste amazing. Go to go there. Check it out. Use the promo code relentless. Save 10 percent on top of any other deals they may be running. Go check it out. Builtbar.com. All right. Getting back into this. Um. So the biggest thing that is going on right now, post-raid on the Capitol, um, is all these calls for censorship and, oh my God, all these people who are, have been pushing the crazy right-wing conspiracy, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Tony, hello, Clarice. I, I, I mean, Tyler. Dude, I will send somebody to hug you. Keep that in mind. He'll probably be big and hairy, your favorite type. For those of you who are listening, going, wait, why is he saying that to Tony? Tony forgot a comma or some other weird grammatical error in a tweet. And suddenly it sounds like he says he hugs guys. It's been a, an ongoing joke for like two years. We will never let him live it down. Because God bless America. Um, so with all the stupid going on, 
calls for booting uh, apps off app stores, people off social media. It's just going through the roof. <laughs> oh, there, there, there's all sorts of threats. Maybe friendly, maybe not. Coming across the chat room now after the uh, explaining Tony and his guy hugging. So, one of the biggest uh, social media apps has been having a boom since all this craziness went down. Really, in the last year, has been Parlor. Especially since Twitter has like, yeah, real Donald Trump. We will just, we're just going to kill kill him off of that because, oh, I'm sorry, I use violent language. No, you look like an idiot. Oh my God, I don't know who was playing with my stuff, but holy crap, she just didn't tell me I look like an idiot. She yelled it at me. How rude. Um, But Donald Trump, because He's still talking about the election was stolen, blah, 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 blah. It's his freaking opinion. If, if, he, if he. Sorry, was... I didn't catch that. Could you repeat your calculation? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm being spied on while I'm doing my show. Apparently, I'm not allowed to yell because the search app or the voice activated thing on my tablet goes crazy and wants to um, get involved. Uh, Alyssa says Republicans and conservatives are not allowed to have opinions. And that's what it's really starting to sound like. And if you ask anyone on the right, who is sensible? Because just like the left, there are people on the right who are incredibly stupid Retarded. Oh, I can't say that word. Dadgummit. Um, <laughs> don't say that word too loud. I'll shut down. Zero. Probably. Um, we have these people on both sides who are absolutely unreasonable. Linwood, uh, who are really pushing like uh, Michael, no, governor, vice president. Pence is a traitor, and they're going to they're going to hang him, and and we'll have a firing squad for the cabinet who doesn't stand up for the president. You have it, um, the crazy right wing people. You have the crazy left wing people who do things like, you know, set fires to police stations and wreak havoc on everyone, and yeah, we are the revolution, man. And so, you know, Donald Trump is kicked off Twitter, probably will be left off of Facebook because they're, they were already planning on doing a two week hiatus, you know, mandatory hiatus on him for, you know, what happened on Wednesday anyways. But who's to say that on Wednesday, if they had certified the electors and yes, it is finally 100 billion percent. Official Joe Biden is the president elect. He will be inaugurated on January 20th. Who is to say that they weren't going to do that anyways? But 
because there are stupid people on Parlor, which Parlor, I they offer free speech to everybody, not just the right. If you're a crazy leftist on Parlor, you can say what you want there. However, their moderation rules are very, very limited. They don't go nuts with, ah, you said something that is wrong, think. Twitmo or parlor mo or whatever they call it. <laughs> uh, Skip Steve asks, are there any leftists on parlor? I don't know. That's part of the reason why I don't really spend a lot of time on parlor because of the people that I do follow and the stuff that gets echoed and bandied about is mostly right wing. I don't see a lot of stuff from the left coming through. So, of course, I've been on parlor the last couple of days, really pissing off uh, the QAnon people because I've been calling out Lynn Wood for the grifter that he is. And, but now, because parlor is such an, a bastion of right-wing extremism, yes. Uh, this is from BuzzFeed News. Last updated about an hour ago. Amazon is booting Parler off of its web hosting service. Huh. Amazon's suspension of Parler's account means that unless it can find another host, once the ban takes effect on Sunday, Parler will go offline. Again, this is BuzzFeed News. So, just keep in mind, the language is going to be couched one direction. Amazon notified Parler that it would be cutting off the social network favored by conservatives and extremists from its cloud hosting service on Amazon Web Services, according to an email obtained by BuzzFeed News, meaning they were CC'd. The suspension, which will go into effect on Sunday just before midnight, means that Parler will be unable to operate and will go offline unless it can find another hosting service. People on Parler use the social network to stoke fear, spread hate, and coordinate the insurrection at the Capitol building. The app has recently been overrun with death threats, celebrations of violence, and posts encouraging patriots to march on Washington, D.C. with weapons on January 19th, the day before the inauguration of President-elect Joe Biden. An Amazon spokesperson declined to comment on the suspension. In a post on Sunday evening, following publication of the story, Power CEO John Matza, who did not return a request for comment from BuzzFeed News, said that it is possible the social network will be unavailable on the internet for up to a week as we rebuild from scratch. Yay. This was a coordinated attack by the tech giants to kill competition in the marketplace, he wrote on Power. We were too successful too fast. I'm going to see if I can blow this up so I can read the whole thing. All right, so this is the full parlay that he wrote. Sunday, tomorrow, at midnight, Amazon will be shutting off all of our servers in an attempt to completely remove free speech off the internet. There is the possibility Parler will be unavailable on the internet for up to a week as we rebuild from scratch. We prepared for events like this by never relying on Amazon's proprietary infrastructure and building bare metal products. We will try our best to move to a new provider right now as we have many competing for our business. However, Amazon, Google, and Apple purposefully did this as a coordinated effort 
knowing our options would be limited and knowing this would inflict the most damage right as President Trump was banned from the tech companies. This was a coordinated attack by the tech giants to kill competition in the marketplace. We were too successful too fast. You can expect the war on our competition or the war on competition free speech to continue, but don't count us out. Again, that was, you know, the founder. Uh, Amazon's move comes after Apple banned power from its app store on Saturday afternoon after the platform failed to introduce a moderation plan to protect public safety, which basically their moderation plan is this. Don't be threatening people. Don't be a racist asshole. You start doing things like that, we will put you in parlor jail. Because there's, there is a certain level that we don't want. However, because it doesn't meet the same rigorous standards set forth by Facebook and Twitter and, you know, YouTube and all those companies. Oh, well, they're just evil. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Do they spell capital right? Because the amount of people who have an opinion on this who don't know the difference between capital and capital are (laughs) mind-blowing. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that, Alyssa. This is just absolutely insane because so many people, ah, they raided the capital. Oh, no, where'd the money go? Oh, what money, man? Learn to spell. I know they have these things called homophones in grammar. You know, things that sound alike. You might want to study them. Oh, my goodness. But on Friday, Apple gave power 24 hours to mitigate the, quote, planning of illegal and dangerous activities, end quote, occurring on its service or face expulsion. BuzzFeed News first reported. Google also suspended Power from its Google Play App Store. Power, which was launched in 2018, has become a safe haven for people banned by popular sites, including, including Facebook and Twitter. The Henderson, Nevada-based company has built itself as a free speech alternative to mainstream social networks and taken a more relaxed approach to content moderation. Attracting conspiracy theorists, hate group members, and right-wing activists who have openly incited violence. Oh, my God. The only way I can make it through some of these stories from places that are obviously left-leaning is just to make fun of them. I'm sorry if the theatrics are a little off-putting, but it's the only way I can get through. Ah, let's see. Recent threats on power have called for the execution of Vice President Mike Pence and encouraged the conspiracy theory that left-wing Antifa activists were behind Wednesday's events. Yep, aside from some eyewitnesses saying that this is what they saw. Granted, uh, uh, Elijah Schaefer, he works for Blaze Media. He's had his own thing on YouTube for however long. He was there, and he has been literally had the crap kicked out of him and been beaten by Antifa at some of these rallies. He's saying that, no, these weren't Antifa people. 
people in the crowd who witness different things are saying otherwise. But again, what one just because one person sees one thing doesn't mean that what they saw isn't true. It just means that's their perspective. <laughs> they're they're uh, having discussion in the live chat about things that are more secure than the capital, such as Mordor, because one just one simply does not walk into Mordor. Oh, <laughs> uh, or as Scuba Steve says, Hillary Clinton's personal server is more secure than the capital. Oh my gosh. Um, let's see. And yeah, like, like I said, one of the people calling for, you know, treason and treason charges and the execution of Mike Pence and the arrest and execution of Mike Pence was Lynn freaking Wood, a man whose conservative chops are as follows. And I quote, number one, he defended Richard Jewell, who found the pipe bomb that was left at Centennial Park in Atlanta during the Olympics. That's number one. Number two, on behalf of Nick Salmon, he sued the pants off of Washington Post, CNN, New York Times, and all these places who, you know, had people who libeled the kid, who slandered the kid. Okay, and, and that's all of his, um, that's all of Lynn Wood's right-wing chops. That's it, period. For 30-some-odd years, he's been a Democratic donor. And I had someone who, you know, a friend who really buys into a lot of the QAnon stuff. Oh, well, just because you know, he was donating a certain way, that's... that's yeah, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean, I mean, Donald Trump, yeah, well, Donald Trump, I never really took for an actual Republican or an actual conservative. Yeah, I, I, I kind of, you know, knew, kind of knew how he was because he had a track record of supporting people on both sides of the aisle because, hey, he's a New York businessman. He's got to get business done. You got you to grease all the wheels. You don't just grease one, you got to grease them all. And that's just how it works. And so, you know, what he, I've never thought him as being too, too much of an ideologue one way or the other. You know, the only, the only ideals that he really stands for is Donald Trump. Period. End of story. I mean, don't get me wrong. He has done a lot of things I think were great for this country. I do not deny him that. But Donald Trump looks out for one person first, and that's Donald Trump. But continuing on with the completely wholly ridiculous BuzzFeed article, Republican lawmakers, including Senator Ted Cruz and Congressman Devin Nunes, as well as President Donald Trump's family members and surrogates, have all established power accounts and have publicly encouraged their supporters to join them as well. So, too, have many figures in conservative media. And this is the part where I say, get on parlor. Do it, because I'm a conservative right-wing member of the punditry class or something. In an email obtained by BuzzFeed News, an AWS trust and safety team 
told Parker Chief Police or Parlor Chief Policy Officer Amy Pykoff that the calls for violence propagating across the social network violated its terms of service. Amazon said it was unconvinced that the server's plan to use volunteers to moderate calls for violence and hate speech would be effective. Uh, uh, recently we've seen a steady increase in this violent content on your website, all of which violates our terms, the email reads. It's clear that Parler does not have an effective process to comply with the AWS terms of service. Uh, the note to Parler also contains screenshot examples of calls for assassination of lawmakers, media and media, and left-wing activists. Which, when it's their people doing the same thing to the right, they don't bat an eye. Keep that in mind. They don't give a damn. If their side is calling for violence against the right, and you can tell this, and they don't care if the left is doxing the right or who they perceive to be the right, who they perceive to be a racist. Uh, at one of these, one of these stupid stop the stop the steal rallies, there's a picture of a large bearded white man who is holding a black woman while she gets pepper sprayed. Oh my God, this is horrible. People doxed him, found out his name, found out where he works. And they got a hold of Toyota and the dealership he worked at via Twitter. <gasps> Does this man work for you? Do you know what he did? He held her so they could pepper spray her. She, he's evil. And they fired him. And then she went on in an interview to say he gr he grabbed a hold of me and he was whispering in my ear, I've got you. These people are going to kill you. I will protect you. And then while he was trying to get her to safety, she ended up getting pepper sprayed. But it was completely incidental to what he was trying to do. He wasn't trying to get her pepper sprayed. Yeah, you know, people like race pimp Tariq Nasheed with his little blue check on the Twitters. He was part of he was part of the doxing, part of the are you going to do something about this? Jane freaking Lynch, the god awful host of um the weakest link reboot. They she's on there. Oh my god, how can they do this? And it's almost the exact same wording, almost like they just they found the original call for this dude's head and they just copied and pasted. I all that's what it seems like. Uh, if you ask anyone who's ever been a victim of a, you know, cancellation attempt on advertisers, uh, it's almost like a boilerplate letter where all they do is they change the name, change the name, I'm Bob, and uh, your brand shouldn't be sponsoring this such and such show. And then they get the next letter that uh, I'm Fred, and uh, you shouldn't be sponsoring such and such show. <laughs> Working for the Department of Redundancy Department, are we? Yes, I am. But it's ridiculous that 
you know, the left continually engages in this kind of behavior and you call it out on Twitter. It's like, hey, I'm reporting that because it's bad. And then nothing happens. The person doesn't get deleted. Person doesn't get put in Twitmo. It's just, oh, we have received your report in the last hour and we are looking into it. Thank you. And that's the only thing you see. The tweet stays up. The person still has an account, but hey, they're on the on the correct side. I didn't want to say right because I didn't want to get you know causing confusion there. They're on the correct side of the political ideology of the moderators. And this is really what drives me crazy is that, yeah, I, I understand where Section 230 is involved. Everyone who says Section 230 is this evil, horrible thing, it needs to go away. Well, you get rid of Section 230, then upstarts like Parler, like MeWe, and all of these others, uh, upstarts like Gab, they don't have that you know firewall that a lawsuit goes against their company that they're allowing this to be on their site, and then it hits Section two thirty and ah uh, well, administ- for administrative reasons, it's just a shortcut to First Amendment protection. Lawsuit drops. Um, for anyone who wants more clarification on Section 230, go back and listen to my interview with Jess Myers. You might not agree with her. I certainly didn't. And she's not a crazy liberal loony leftist. She's actually libertarian. So, <laughs> Alyssa, am I the only one who giggled at me? We perhaps, maybe, I don't know. But I don't know. The insanity, though, uh, that one side, how dare you? You can't do all this. Oh. While at the same time, they don't even pay attention to what's going on. All right. So this is a from. Hmm. I'm glad I stopped when I did because my goofy new tablet was trying to do weird things again. So this is an excerpt from the letter that AWS sent to Parler. We cannot provide services to a customer that is unable to effectively identify and remove content that encourages or incites violence against others. Because Parler cannot comply with our terms of service and poses a very real risk to public safety, we plan to suspend Parler's account effective Sunday, January 10th, 11.59 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Amazon employees had publicly called for an AWS ban of Parler and a change.org petition calling for the same thing had amassed thousands of signatures this week. <laughs> of course it did. And it did, it did. Have the actual full letter posted, courtesy of the AWS Trust and Safety Team. All right, I'm going to take a quick break and then I will be right back.
This is Tyler from Relentless Daring, and I am launching the brand new RelentlessDaring.com merch shop. Instead of having to go to a third-party vendor, now you can do everything right there at RelentlessDaring.com. If you want to buy merch, go to RelentlessDaring.com slash shop, and there you can get hats, you can get t-shirts, you can get hoodies, you can get coffee cups, you can get stickers. Go there today to show your love for the Relentless Daring podcast. And as always, stay relentless. Tired of the same cardboard flavored doormat textured protein bar. How about drink mix packets for your water bottles that are full of artificial sweeteners? Tired of a whole regimen of pre workout and protein shakes for your trip to the gym? Go to builtbar.com for their selection of great tasting protein bars, built boost energy drink mixes, and built go energy gels. Built Bar offers 18 delicious flavors of protein bars with only four to five net carbs for you keto dieters, six flavors of Built Boost Energy Drink Mix, and three flavors of Built Go Energy Gel. Built Bars are made in America using real ingredients like honey and dark chocolate. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code RELENTLESS to save 10% and let them know you heard about them from Relentless Dairy. All right, getting back into things. Um, so the the whole cancellation movement it, it continues. <laughs> uh, in the live chat, I said there's a little conversation about capital with an A, capital with an O, not mattering. Uh, to which I responded, eh, "Yeah, socialist capital doesn't matter." And Alyssa says, "Nope, they're going to take it all from us anyways because you see, it's not our capital." It's not our property. It's all the people's there. And therefore, as a as an extension of the people, the state is going to uh, they're going to moderate. That's a fun word they're using right now. Moderation. They're going to moderate who gets what capital. They're going to get moderate who gets what property because, hey, no one can own anything. Imagine all the people. Or some stupid Beatles crap. So in the world of cancellation, it, it's continuing with you know journalists from one organization calling for the figurative heads of conservative or even centrist uh, reporters. Let's see. A Yahoo News journalist urged Twitter to ban other journalists, such as the Federalist Molly Hemingway, from Twitter because they are conservative. Now do Jack Posobiec, Dan Scavino, Molly Hemingway, Rogan O'Hanley, Tucker Carlson. Alexander Nazarian wrote as Twitter purged communication channels with President Donald Trump, Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, and others, while Google and Apple banned Twitter alternative power from their app stores. Uh, Hemingway is an award-winning and best-selling journalist, co-author of Justice on Trial, and contributor to Fox News. She's broken numerous important news stories, including those related to the Brett Kavanaugh Inquisition attempt and the Obama administration's use of federal spy powers to undermine and harass its political opponent, Donald Trump. The call to action from Nazarian follows Twitter's permanent suspension of President Trump's account on Friday over recent tweets that the t- big tech company claimed could pose 
a, quote, risk of further incitement and violence, end quote. These include Trump's tweet of a video in which he called on rioting and restive, restive supporters to stand down and end violence and, quote, go home in peace. Quote, uh, after a close review of recent tweets from at Real Donald Trump account and the contacts around them, specifically how they're being received and interpreted on and off Twitter, we have permanently suspended the account due to the risk of further incitement of violence. Ugh. Uh, while Twitter allows propaganda from Chinese Communist Party, which if you didn't see that uh, in the last week, where they're talking about how education and liberation for Uyghur women has blah 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 has all this all this brainwashing and imprisonment against their will for doing nothing wrong, but because they they subscribe to a Muslim religion and they're not part of us ethnic Han here in the East, we lock them in prison. And if they do what, they, and if they do what they're told, we let them out. If they reject the religion and accept our programming, we will let them go about their way. As well as violent declarations from the Iranian Ayatollah, Ayatollah Ali Khamenei to dwell on its platform, it also purged several conservative accounts earlier on Friday, including permanently banning former National Security Advisor Flynn, former Trump campaign lawyer Sidney Powell, and others. In a statement, Twitter said the accounts in question violated the platform's policies against harmful activity. Uh, these accounts have been suspended in line with our policy on coordinated harmful activity. We've been clear that we will take strong enforcement action on behavior that has the potential to lead to offline harm, and given the renewed potential for violence surrounding type of behavior in the coming days, we will permanently suspend accounts that are solely dedicated to sharing QAnon content. <laughs> oh, goody. As Twitter continues its censorship campaign, some are fleeing to Parler, a free speech platform which crashed Friday evening due to extra activity. Apple, however, is preparing to ban Parler from its devices today, the social media platform told The Federalist on Friday. Google suspended Parler on Friday night, claiming that its lack of moderation policies that remove the egregious content like posts that incite violence is not in compliance with its policies. And see, it, it, it's just going to go downhill. Um, this is something that I was wondering on Wednesday night on this show, was what's going to happen once all of this crap goes has gone on? Because all they did was give all this ammunition to the left to use against the right. And now the conservative movement, which true conservatism has been taking a hit for what, the past 20 years since the election of George W. Bush? I mean, they're at least early in the Bush administration. There was an attempt to, you know, really push conservatism. However, 9-11 opened the door for rhinos and neocons to really step up their game 
And so now we've been in endless war for past going on 20 years in Afghanistan. Yeah, I have a son who, should he ever decide, should he have decided to enlist in the military? He could be fighting in the same war that I fought in. He could be, you know, sent as an advisor to Kuwait or even in Iraq, where I fought in 2003. That's insane. But here we are. You know, and the statists on both sides of the aisle, they love anything that can allow them to sink their meat hooks deeper into the American people and control of the American government which is the biggest reason why you're seeing fighting between Democrats and Republicans. It's not that one party has this brilliant, beautiful, conservative ideal for the country to restore order, to shrink the size and scope of government to something more manageable that instead of needing a giant federal bureaucracy to manage. You can put the entire government into a briefcase. You don't have that on the right. On the left, you don't have, well, we believe in, um, we believe in, you know, a, a bigger government and safety nets and, you know, certain things, blah, 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 blah. The people in control on the left are full on, we want all the power, we want all your money, and we want to be able to decide who gets it. Meanwhile, we get to keep all of our crap because, you know, under socialism, it is a two-tier system. The, you know, those in control with everything and those not in control who get nothing. And it's, what's crazy is, you have the adamant, ardent socialists who are, you know, mem members of the proletariat. Call! Who, they, they, they want socialism because look what they have. They have all this and it needs to belong to the people. Eat the rich. Tax them till they're broke, man. You have those guys who don't realize that if we get the system you want, guess what? You're still gonna be you're still gonna be flat ass broke. It's just everyone else gonna be flat ass broke with you. And then you're gonna be looking at the government going, What happened, man? You're supposed to get all their stuff and give it to me. Yeah, well, they took they took from those based on their ability, and they gave to those based on their being in power. And it's gonna end up with you think the oligarchies we have in this country are bad now? <laughs> Implement socialism here. It's going to get all oh, so much worse. I mean, we're we're already at a point now where you can't even call out someone who's fat. Oh, you can't say that. It's fat shaming, man. Well, good. Dude, if if you are a slovenly overweight bastard who will not get off your couch just to even walk across the room 
if you will not get off your couch to make it to the bathroom. If all you want to do is sit on the couch and shove Cheetos and pizza down your gullet until your heart explodes because it's so clogged with grease and fat. I'm sorry, you don't have a right to be offended when someone says, hey, get off your fat, lazy ass and go eat a salad. Well, a uh, member of the coaching staff at the University of Tennessee, well, apparently he learned the hard way you can't call fat people fat. An assistant football coach for the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga, oh, I'm sorry, wrong University of Tennessee, not UT Knoxville that everyone thinks of when they're thinking of the Vols, UT Chattanooga has been fired for posting a tweet disparaging former Georgia gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams and making unsubstantiated claims about election fraud during Tuesday's Senate runoffs. Chris Malone, who had just finished his second season with the Mocs, mocked Abrams' appearance as well as her failed 2018 run for governor in the Post, which has since been deleted. Quote, Congratulations to the state of Georgia and Fat Albert at Stacey Abrams because you have truly shown America the true works of cheating in an election year. Enjoy the buffet, big girl. You earned it. I just wish he had added a hey, hey, hey to the end of it. That would just been perfect. But, yeah, apparently you can't call fat people fat. Jeff Fisher, employee at uh, Mercury Radio Arts. I'm sorry for all the fat jokes I made. It just weighs heavily on my heart. You are a big man to put up with the crap that you do from from those worthless lowlifes like me and that Pat guy and the other person and Stew, we we are not worthy of your forgiveness. We apologize. We just hope that we just hope there's a large enough place in your heart that you can find forgiveness for us. <laughs> Scuba Steve, Jeffy isn't fat. He's athletically overweight. Uh huh. I'm sure. Uh, da, da, da. So, Abrams, who formerly served in the Georgia House of Representatives, played an active role in garnering support for Democrat senators elect Raphael Warnock, the most unchristian Christian minister in the history of, of unchristian Christian ministers, and John Ossoff, ahead of the state's runoff elections. It's worth noting that a third-party voter registration group <laughs> I, I, I got caught off. Sorry, it, it threw me off there. It's worth noting that a third-party voter registration group founded by Abrams, the New Georgia Project, was under investigation by the Georgia Secretary of State's office for, quote, repeatedly and aggressively seeking to register ineligible and out-of-state or deceased voters ahead of the runoffs. Oh, isn't that crazy? Quote, 
Oh, wait, wait, do, 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 do. skip forward. In response to the tweet, Malone was promptly fired and his bio page on the University Athletics Department website was removed. The university's chancellor called the tweet hateful, hurtful, and untrue. What What's untrue about it? She's like five foot three and weighs 250 pounds. That's fat. And remember, was it Doc Thompson, rule number four, it's not offensive if it's true. Just saying. Throw that out there. Quote, last night, a totally inappropriate social media post by a member of our football staff was brought to my attention. UT Chattanooga Athletic Director Mark Wharton wrote in a statement Thursday morning. The entire post was appalling. The sentiments in that post do not represent the values of our football program, our athletics department, or our university. With that said, effective immediately, that individual is no longer part of the program. Head coach Rusty Wright added, uh, Our football program has a clear set of standards. Those standards include respecting others. It is a message our players hear daily, and it is a standard I will not waver on. What was posted on social media by a member of my staff is unacceptable, and not any part of what I stand for or what Chattanooga football stands for. Life is bigger than football, and as leaders of young men, but are they as big as safe? But is life bigger than Stacey Abrams? Just asking for a friend. And as leaders of young men, we have to set that example first and foremost. With that said, effective immediately, that individual is no longer part of my staff. Malone was hired by the Mocs in 2019 to serve as an offensive line coach and formerly worked as a coach at Old Dominion, James Madison, Virginia State, and UMass. And so this what's ridiculous. I'm sorry. If Stacey Abrams does not want to get made fun of for being, you know, for being five foot three and 250 pounds, here's a thought. Either A, get some height, that way it makes up for the rotundness, or B, lose the rotundness. I know if you, you look at these fat studies that say, oh, I get you're you're not supposed to talk down to people who who are fat because it's demeaning. Well, I'm sorry, I'm fat. At six foot four and two hundred sixty pounds, I hurt on a daily basis. I I, which is funny because when I was I lost a lot of weight and then it all came back. I found it. Apparently, it was under couch cushions and snuck up and reattached itself. Um, I would post about my weight loss, you know, successes. And apparently, I was microaggressing against a member of my family who, seeing other people bragging about losing weight is offensive. Uh, uh, have you tried losing your own weight? I mean, just, you know, set it down somewhere and wander off and, you know, maybe you'll be gone. Apparently, that was not the proper suggestion. But, 
it's it's ridiculous to think that oh you you, you can't fat shame people <laughs> it's like no yes you can because yes i do understand that genetics do have an issue i have a body type that's called a mesomorph it means i'm fat it means even if i were to, you know lose weight i'm still going to be big which is fine I just want to be, you know, at a, you know, healthier weight where I don't hurt as much. Dude, my knees, it's awful. But when people get so upset that, oh my gosh. It's, it's just ridiculous. It, how, how dare you say things like that? Because it hurts. Words hurt. Yeah, you know what else hurts? A quadruple bypass. Put down the cheeseburger, chubby. Let's see. Alyssa says, LMFG. Someone reported my Facebook profile picture for being offensive when I post about all the weight I've lost. I'm glad it happens to other people, too. Yeah. That's the most ridiculous thing. It's like, you can't talk about losing weight around me because it hurts my feels. No. What's hurting your feels is the... uh, is that all the subcutaneous fat that's weighing it down? Just saying. But it, it, it's ridiculous. The dude lost his job. Okay, that's not a job losing tweet. That is a. That is a. Uh, we're going to call you into the office, and we are going to read you the riot act. Because it's a black guy on the university and this program. That's what that tweet is. That's not a, that's not a, yeah, we, we know you signed like a, a five digit contract because we're a school nobody's ever heard of. You know, you know, and you're a, not even the lead coach, you're an assistant coach for a football team no one has ever watched play in a conference that, it gets it gets you know less money than the independent schools that don't belong to any conference but what are you going to do just ladies and gentlemen with all the stupid going on in the world the best we can do right now is to know what our standards are Hell, know your own personal standards. If you know your values and they align with things like, I don't know, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, the Federalist Letters, who gets offended that someone lost weight? You've never met my sister. Oh, damn, did I say out loud? No, you look like an idiot. But if you are just holding the line for the values that establish this country as the greatest damn country in the world, if you are holding the line for those rights that other people want to have, if you are willing to fight, 
either ideologically or God forbid, it comes down to a legit hot war. Then fight. I don't know where I am on the second one yet. I don't. I've I've had my call from God to take up arms. I would like to imagine if I get that call again, I will. But right now, we have to maintain the intellectual battlefield. And with all these calls to cancel conservatives, to cancel libertarians, who because, you know, I don't think that's the role of the state. But with all of that going on, if we do not maintain what we believe, if we do not stay consistent to those values that we say we hold, then there is no saving this country. Period. The people who believe in the Bill of Rights, the people who believe that we are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, and that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. If you, if you believe in that, you have to fight for it. Please keep it ideological. Keep it on the battlefield of ideas. If we can at least keep it somewhere, even if it's printing off pamphlets and leaving them throughout town, I don't know. But make the cases for liberty. Make the cases that the individual, yes, the collective is good, but if you don't have the individual rights, the collective rights will not matter to those in charge. Period. End of story. Ask every person who has escaped from Cuba, from Venezuela, who were there when, you know, yeah, Batista was bad in Cuba. They thought they were getting freedom with Castro. Instead, they got, they went from one dictatorship to a Soviet style dictatorship. Because it was a revolution, not moored to the ideas of freedom and liberty. It was moored to, they have power. I want that power. And I will use everybody that I can to get that power. Venezuela, same thing. The ideas that make this country great, we have to hold them in our hearts. We have to stand for them. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to end this week's episode. This is the season premiere I wanted to do. Damn you, Wednesday. So thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget, uh, here coming up next week, week after next, there will be a new podcast starting. It is called The Whiskey Pod. If you are not listening to The Whiskey Pod when it comes out, it's okay. I forgive you. But please check it out when it goes live. Uh, it, it like this podcast is available on all the places. Um, also, for this podcast, I ask four little things. Only four things. Number one, subscribe. Mash that subscribe button. Get those numbers up. Right now, they're rookie numbers. We need to boost them up. Number two, 
leave a rating, preferably a five-star rating. Number three, write a nice review. That way, as it pops up on you listen to this podcast, you might like this one. People see it, they'll read the reviews and go, oh, oh, generally people like it, except for that guy. That guy's kind of a jerk. And number four, share this podcast with somebody who you think will agree with it. Share it with someone who has, who, you know, they're questioning their conservatism. Then maybe they want to check it out. Maybe, maybe state rights, maybe states' rights governance, maybe individual rights or something they've been looking into after years of believing in collective rights. Send it their way. Send it to someone who you know will piss them off. Hate and discontent are two of my favorite things in the world, and I am glad to help spread it around. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to this week's episode of Relentless Daring. And as always, stay relentless. This is Relentless Daring on Podbean.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>